When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Thursday's episode of the Terry Scottish Football Podcast. I am Craig Fowler and I'm joined on this occasion by Duncan Mackay. Howdy. And Joel Sked. Hello. And on this week's show, we're going to be looking through the teams in the top flight and judging just how angry the fan bases are right now. Because we've talked about this at the moment, we kind of made fun of it this season by saying everybody's raging, except from Livingston. But I think moods have shifted slightly in some of the clubs, so we're going to be looking at each of them and that's kind of a way to... And recaps what's happened to the season so far. We're also looking ahead to this weekend's action. We'll also get to the next in our countdown of the top 50 most memorable Scotland moments. But we'll start with our unhappy fans. So we're going to be giving each team a rating out of 10. But we'll discuss it first with each other. And I think we should go in reverse order this time. Because we often get fans of St. Johnson and St. Martin saying we always have to wait till the end. Because you do Aberdeen, Celtic, etc, etc. Yes, yes, yes. So we'll, we'll mix it up this thing. So we'll start with St Mirren. They're not too happy. <laughs> fans, aren't, fans aren't generally too happy when your team never scores goals. I mean, they, they're not... I don't think they're as unhappy as they were this time last season with Alan Stubbs. I think under Jim Goodwin they can see that there is... Uh, progress there. They've, they've got a manager in place who uh, has been hamstrung by coming in late and recruitment which maybe is not down to him just the structure of the club so I don't think they are outright ready to protest I don't think think that's still a long way away they just I think basically just can't score goals and it's not fun to watch them at the moment yeah they like their manager which I think is a big uh, a big factor in a lot of the ratings that I've given anyway in terms of they're not they're not uh, they've not got reason to turn yet um, mm-hmm. Because they do, they like they, they idolise Goodwin, and you know, rightly so for the player he was for them, and you know, he was quite a sought after manager. He did turn down a number of other clubs over the uh, last few months uh, to become uh, and end up becoming St Mirren's manager. Um, but yeah, and they've got some likable players as well in the squad, which makes it a factor. But again, uh, they might be slightly worried about where the, they are quite precarious, um, oh, yeah. given, and given how they should. You should probably be kicking on in your second season in the Premiership uh, if you want to be the fourth biggest team in Scotland. There is uh, some, there is some discontent. I think Goodwin was getting a kind of free ride through August, maybe a bit in September. But I think that fans are starting to get a bit annoyed now because it's just we, Joel, you and I discussed this when we talked about the next managers to get sacked. Circumstances often get forgotten when you're not winning games, and supporters will pick up on. 
little mistakes you make in your tactics of team selection and magnify them. And I think that's beginning to happen with Goodwin. I don't think he's necessarily under any immediate pressure, but fans are saying we're being too negative. Where these guys up front may not be that talented, but we're not giving them much of a chance by not giving them enough support. Yeah. So uh, oh, I keep saying on on the weekend there, but it was two weekends ago against Motherwell. I I did the first half especially. I was thinking. I'd just watched that game after having watched Rangers Hamilton, and I just couldn't get my head around how negative both Hamilton and St Mirren were. St Mirren had two strikers on the pitch, but their midfield, they played the midfield really quite deep. Mm-hmm. But the issue is, is that because they play so deep, and midfield at times is on top of the, the back four, is that they've not got the pace to then counter-attack or get up the pitch quickly and get bodies and kind of take advantage of space or if the opposition have committed themselves. They Goodwin changed it eventually and went 4 3 3. I think that's the kind of first time he's went as such. And he basically had three strikers. I'm trying to think the dot Andrew, uh, Andrew, yeah, sorry. Uh, Tony Andrew played kind of narrow, wide, and so did Junior Marais. Just trying to think who, who went off and who came on. And they, they played, they went more attacking and created more chances with Kyle McGuinness in the middle of the pitch. So I think that's one way to possibly go because so far this season it's been 4 4 2. Or four four one one, and they've just never really put teams under a lot of pressure. I mean, they barely. I think it's only Hamilton have worse uh, in terms of average possession than them. So what we're we giving them five? Mm. Yeah, that's five. Yeah, go for five. Actually. I was. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I think they're just. I think some Midland fans are generally angry bunch anyway. Uh, <laughs> just going by. They do like a boo. They do like a boo, but maybe not. Directed at their team, so I don't think it's at the point of real discontent. So I think I think five is fair. Okay, we'll give them five. I'll keep a league table. You're going to keep a league table. Okay. Uh, next up, St Johnson. <sighs> this is this is a difficult one. There's literally, there's literally been a column today from Stuart Cosgrove on the BBC website saying that St Johnson fans are fine, but and I think that <laughs> is that like the meme of everything's fine and there's fire <laughs> yeah, behind them. Yeah, this is like, and I think. That is true to a certain extent. I think uh, with people of Cosgrove's generation and those that have seen, that, that, that lived all the way up to the Scottish Cup game, but the Scottish Cup final now is five years ago. You're now going to, you're now going to have fans coming of age that saw success, have seen nothing but St. Johnston be a success. Mm-hmm. And so at a certain point want to, be ambi- want to be, see the club be more ambitious. So I think there might be a generational divide coming up but generally St John's fans seem as uh, quite happy with their lot like they've the, 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 a lot of them have, uh, have accepted the fact that they're a yo-yo club that doesn't get in debt and so yo-yoing is inevitable I think a big bug, uh, bugbear of theirs is the fact I think they sit with £2 million cash in, um, in the bank and they've always been wanting Brown to invest a bit more and support Tommy Wright a bit more however at the start of the summer, if you offered St Johnston the transfer, when maybe not the way it played out, but if you offered them the signings, the ins and the outs, the, the ins and the, uh, the, ins and the outs, they would have snapped your hand off. Yeah. If they may's come back, they've kept Kennedy, Wright's still there, uh, Jason Holt's, uh, Jason Holt's come in, uh, the kind of type of midfielder they, uh, I think they wanted, and potentially an upgrade on right back in Ralston and uh, Foster. That's that's no. jury st- Yeah, I know you. I know you're. <laughs> Your feelings on that. <laughs> Foster's a better player than Tony Rothman. Uh, even, even in his mid-third. <laughs> it's, it's an interesting because it's you're just waiting for them to turn the corner. They look better against Ross County, probably over the 90 minutes deserved to win that. But, they but then give if Ross County sh- hadn't, hadn't thrown one in, yeah. Ross Laidlaw, you know. They have like, conceded a lot of soft goals. They've, they've been really poor. I mean, the, the, the performance at Celtic Park was embarrassing defensively. Uh, and it's not no surprise that Mads Veeman has lost Wallace Stuffy is ahead of him despite coming in as a right back I think they lose too many sloppy goals and two players that they've like kind of touted for Scotland consideration is Xander Clark and Jason Kerr probably nah. one of uh, two of the most underperforming Claire, Clark, Clark definitely I think Kerr's got potential to do that but perhaps two of the most underperforming players in the league and on top of that the penalties <laughs> Score a fucking penalty. <laughs> I think with St Johnson we've talked about before that we've got faith and right to to turn it around. I think St Johnson fans 
largely would probably think the same based on what he's done. I know fans tend to be a bit more doom and gloom reaction when it comes to manager and want changes. But I think fans kind of look at the squad and just think, it's just a matter of time before. Look yeah, at the squad, yeah. look at Reich's track record and just think, ah, things are going to turn around eventually. I'd look at, look mm. at the forum earlier. Nobody really seem to be overly panicking despite the fact they still are bottom of the league. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be... A, I don't think they have to worry about... Um, oh, we're going to... I was going to mention this about St Mirren. Oh, we'll get cut off. Because I just don't think there's... I don't think that's possible I, I don't, season. Yeah, with the teams around them and how, how poor and inconsistent uh, teams are. Uh, there's... there's until January, there's, it's always going to be close. I don't know, a couple of different managers in Edinburgh and St Mirren could easily just, be cut off. It's just not happening, Craig, it's just not happening. <laughs> uh, also, I think we need to add in the Amy McDonald beef. I think that's, that's, given, that's given St Johnson fans uh, something to rally around and, and kind of turn away, it's like, turn away their anger from the team towards Foster and his... Um, is famous. Uh, yeah, and I, and I think like the, the I think they've, they've been doing stuff today about it's thirty years since New York, uh, since McDermott Park opened and stuff like that. Mm. I think it has given all. I think the framing of it gives fans a, an opportunity to reflect, and you know, it's, it has been achievement moving there and what they've achieved for the last. You, know, you would say in blocks of thirty years, the last thirty years has probably been St John's most successful. Like fans usually think that. I know they don't normally think that, but, <laughs> but no, but it allows the clubs to frame it as such, and so you know, and it talks about the fact that Mo- they've had Monaco play there and stuff like that, which would, you would have never, never have <laughs> you happened. You're really getting ready for the Scotland thing by diving down the years, aren't you? Yeah. Right, give them a give them a mark out of ten. I've gone three. I was I was actually going to go six just because they've. Uh, I think yeah, they're more region than St. Mirren fans. I think they. I, think I, over, I don't think they are. No, I yeah, think over. Exactly. The, I think over the course of the season so far, they have been like you go back to the Betfred Cup. That was. I think c- current time though. I think current because they played well in the last game. Uh, yeah, it's rage level at the moment, not where it's been previously. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I would. I would. I would stick with. Uh, actually, I, I'm going to change this moment. I think St. Mirren should be a six, and St. Johnson should be a five. Okay, well, you're the boss. <laughs> I think St. John's Mirren are six because I think they're unhappy. We didn't mention this. I think they're unhappy with the, the way that the club conducted itself during the summer. Oh, we, yeah. The, the the time it took to get rid of the... to resolve the Tierney, Tierney situation to get in Jim Goodwin to then start signing players. They didn't sign a lot of players until the last week of the season. A lot of those guys... Well, a lot of their summer signings. Those oh, guys have, a lot of those guys have actually been all right. Foley and McLaughlin were two of the guys signed in yeah. the lead up to the, the last week of the season. They've actually been decent, but a lot Waters of them uh, Callum Waters as well and Logan yeah. Kelly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think they should be six. So, Sir Johnson okay, five. five. Next up, Ross County. They're pretty happy. Yeah, I've gone. Yeah. I've gone like I've gone three again. Like I just don't. I don't get a sense that. I think that, again, it goes to the likability of man. They've got two guys who uh, are at one with the club ethos. You know, uh, there's an acceptance that, that uh, Uncle Roy is not throwing loads of money at it this time, uh, but they're, they're still competitive in the Premiership. It's not like they're not been cut, cut, cast adrift yet. I think that squad could struggle, especially over the winter. Uh, but but, but Ross County fans seem incredibly realistic, and maybe it's just Highland Air makes them not uh, Raj. <laughs> I, I do Highland Air. Yeah, I do think it's a very much a case of consolidation this season. Yeah, and and they've started that excellently because yeah. they're not even anywhere near the relegation places <laughs> no. at present. Yeah, I mean that's they've, they've they're unbeaten the last four, and they've had uh, they've had some decent results on on the road as well. Mm-hmm. The, um, I mean that'll change this Saturday. I think yeah, I think yeah, so. that's. I think, I, think in, I think I think they're in danger. I think they're in for a pace. Yeah. Right. However, I was actually worried about them at the start of the season because I just looked at the because st- Ross, Ross Laidlaw. Yeah, so that was kind of Ross Laidlaw. The stance, like I just looked at the team and thought that's championship esque. Mm-hmm. However, as we've uh, discovered, this Premiership is not the <laughs> this uh, Premiership is Championship esque. Yeah, it's not got the quality of Premierships yes. in the past, though. So. I think even talked about the managers even after the, the St Johnson game which by the account of most Staggy's fans they didn't, they didn't play that well but they were still pleased that the management team changed it up during the game and, and managed to help them get a point out of that so even having not played reasonably well in the last match they're still pretty happy so yeah I think two's even too high I'd say sorry three's even too high I'd say two didn't win the last game so there's a wee step up from one Joel you happy with that? I'll probably probably go. I'll probably go three. Just I don't think I think they would like their defence to be a bit 
a bit better. In fact, we'll we'll split it to 2.5. Go for 2.5. This is going to end in disaster, isn't it? It's going to be like two, <laughs> one point eight towards the end. <laughs> right, Rangers. Rangers. Yeah. RFC in my notes, not THRFC. The only, I think, the only downside is the kind of uh, criticism is maybe the. They should have done better against Celtic. Yeah, exactly. Or yeah, better, um, uh, young boys as well. Yeah, the, the, the yeah. Uh, performance, but Celtic. That was a big one. The fact that. They came out of that game and there were still question marks about Gerard mm-hmm. and just the way he set up the game. So there's always that that hanging over. But you also the the other part that's hanging over Rangers fans is they are part of the old firm and therefore it doesn't take much to get them going. Yeah, like it, the, 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 they can be prodded. I was going to say that they can be prodded pretty easily with sticks. I don't think uh, we could ever give them like a one. No, to abso- either side. A- absolutely not. It's not. Uh, but I think they're very close to at least a two. Uh, one the other thing I would say is that they don't, they, there's a lot of discussion uh, inside the Rangers forums and amongst fans uh, about Shea Ojo and whether he's actually any good or not. I think we're still trying to decide yeah, yeah. that. I, there's, there's times that I watch him and think he could he should score about 30 goals this season for a, for a wide man. And then there's, there's times where he's just like, no, he's... He's he very f- good at getting himself in areas. He is somebody who... You notice he's playing. That's, yeah. that's a good thing, I think. Sometimes, especially wingers, you don't notice that mm. they're involved in matches. He's always involved. Sometimes, yeah. oftentimes, to the detriment of the team. But he can, as we saw against Feyenoord, yeah. conjure something out of nothing. I think... Uh, I think th- Rangers fans are happy. Obviously, they went into international break, top of the league. That's just something to send. Not only top Celt- of the league, but the last three games, fourteen goals scored, yeah. and none conceded. And that's enough to send Celtic fans into a bit of tailspin because they are uh, undeniably linked. Uh, that has that has an impact. But they're also they're, the the squad they're building, they're strengthening when they should be. And then you do, they do things like uh, that. Oh, I've forgotten his name already. That's uh, joined as director of football this week. Ross Ross Ross. Ross yeah, Ross. Well, you know that's that's like. There seems to be positivity. There's not. There's not the questions about the direction in which the club's going, uh, which is which is always yeah. So for like the first time, I think they really like even even last season, everyone was kind of waiting for like the wheels to come off and something to happen and uh, something behind yeah. the scenes to happen and Gerard tend to yeah. believe in. But I think everyone can agree that for the first time since uh, Ever. since like <laughs> forever since liquidation anyway that the the club. Are moving forward as one. There's, I don't, there's no uh, like um, kind of different factors behind it, behind no. the scenes yeah. or in the or in the team. That's what you get with such a um, kind of not personality, but just someone with Gerard's mentality aura. aura. That's that's the one. And another thing is you you mentioned it, uh, Craig. Fourteen goals in the last three games mm-hmm. is the fact that now I think um, Rangers are thinking, oh, it's the Rangers of old. Teams are coming to Ibrox and actually fearing. Coming to Ibrox, you, some of the the way teams like Aberdeen and Hamilton have set up, yeah, yeah going there has been been really negative. And Even when previously game they went a goal down Livingston, so they've actually scored seventeen without reply. Pretty, pretty impressive. Good. So I'm going to give them a two. I had three just because you have to, to factor in the class. Nah, I think I just I know this is boring, but just looking at stats wise, they are ridiculous. If you look at wise, it's just Rangers top of everything. They. Rangers fans think they're going for fifty-five, so I think it's, I think two is okay. Uh, two. So so far at the four, one one third of the way in, they're the, the happiest fans in Scotland. <laughs> I think that might end up being the case. Well, no, there's another fan base coming up. No. Hey, Motherwall, they're they're going to be in the mix. Yeah, yes, I've, I've got them as a one. <laughs> likeable, likeable manager, likeable players, and they're winning. Bang. It's <laughs> it's hard to argue. Yeah. Again, we um, just like, just environment around Motherwell that the the club have created. Um, Good videos. It's like social media, social media engagement. The 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 change of uh, style. Yeah. The change of style was massive for Robinson. I really enjoyed it to begin with, and then it just got stale and it was predictable. But now, and really not as violent as it should be as well. <laughs> no. uh, now, just there's just a switch. There's such a vibrant team. The youngest on average in the league, I think, it is. Yeah. They're play. They've got good players. They've got squad depth. Uh, their midfield is. Uh, I mean, you forget that. I think fans forget David Turnbull just because that's that's how well they've done in midfield. That's another reason they'd be happy. They've still got the kind of glow from the summer where they managed to. I know it was a fluke <laughs> in the end. The of Celtic. The yeah. of Celtic. Yeah, yeah. No, I think there's also that uh, they're kind of compounding. They're doing better than expected. I think fans in the wildest dreams this is the sort of season they'd like to be having I mean the only blemish we would say is uh, losing to Ross County 
I would say losing to Hearts in the League Cup. Oh, that's yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, Ross County League wasn't a great result. Yeah, either. it's either. But I think they they were still okay with it. It wasn't they weren't furious. Um, so I think it's that, that idea of they are exceeding expectations as well, which makes a happier fan base than. In fact, I don't think any complaints about it. There's nobody really in the squad that's playing poorly early on in the season. They weren't happy with the play of Sherwin Sadoff and Jermaine Hilton, but even they've. But then, Devani Cole then, even but, then looked. But then Hibernian the FC came to town and, <laughs> and <laughs> gave, no, them, gave no, them a platform in, to shine. In the one week, Sadoff played against Stephen Whitaker and Jamie Brandon, and that was just like all the confidence he needed. Like, he's like, Scottish I can, I can tear this hell. league top, no worries. So yeah, I think he's he's certainly put. Um, I think he's put himself down as a as a starter. Um, the pitch is in great nick. I think they're uh, in terms of their average couch. Does, that make, does that make you as a fan happy to see the pitches? No, in good I just nick? it all like, it just all feeds into this uh, kind of bright, vibrant uh, environment. And I think um, don't quote me on this, but I believe their home attendance is um, in terms of home crowd is is, is on the up as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so we'll give him Motherwell. I gave him a one. I was kind of happy. Yeah, it's hard to argue with a one. Motherwell fans happier than Rangers. One on the I'm Rangers. Generally, generally yeah. trying to think. Uh, I think there's the, the only question marks I think is the over the two strikers. Is the Fatty Cole? I don't think Motherwell fans think he's going to score a lot of goals. Yeah. and then Chris Long. I, I, there's, I think there's just an issue there. Maybe he's just his uh, personality or attitude. But even that's it's not enough to actually give them a one point five because I don't think they're going to be as happy as this next team. And that is oh, come on. Livingston. <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you are not going to be impersonating George Mike. No. <laughs> I mean, I think the the, the great uh, the big thing about Livingston is why they should be the happiest fan base in the league is that other fans get really annoyed about them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that, yeah. That was why I yeah. thought they were... Because um, Motherwell aren't as... I think Motherwell still get a bit annoyed when fans kind of refer to them as what they kind of were under Robinson. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, that still gets chucked about. Uh, they are. They, they still have that. A little bit, but they're, they're not... They're it's not nowhere, Ryan Bowman smashing people's faces. Uh, there's nowhere near as snide as Livy. Yeah. And Livingston... Yeah, you're right. They do really come together and bristle at any sort of mention of the, the pitch. And the physical style of play, so that really unites them and means there's not really any feelings of rage. I just, I, club. I just love just their, I just love them being bastards. The <laughs> fact that they, uh, and they, the fact that they love it on the pitch. Talked about it on a review from the terrace last week, and it was just. They, they is just, that the television show adapted from this very is, podcast? I think it was half ten this Friday, I think. Oh, okay. Who knows what time it is. <laughs> Scotland Channel. If not that, and on the iPlayer. Yeah, yeah, on the yeah, iPlayer for yeah, a week, okay. up to a week afterwards. Grand. I just, I just like I just like the way the they, they t- just their attitude how they go into games and it's I think it's they I think they embody what fans like to see and I mean some fans would probably like to see a bit more uh, football but Scottish fans uh, not if you've been a Livy fan for the last twenty years or whatever yeah, or yeah you know, but so. just 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 Scottish football fans in general but uh, they're direct they're passionate they just they just chase and run and I mean it was uh, I mean. Declan Gallagher did it last season where he was um, telling Rangers fans to get off the pitch, uh, Rangers yeah. players to get off the pitch and mm-hmm. away home. And then he's seen it against Celtic Dykes laughing in Scott Brown's face because he just chased them into the corner and won, uh, and won a throw in. Brilliant. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have to give them a one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's because I, I do remember listening to the uh, Levy Talk podcast and they were, it was a few weeks ago, they were reviewing Gary Holt's year in charge. Uh, the de facto manager, <laughs> <laughs> and basically they, they, were, they were saying it's like I can't think of any kind of real negative from that year. Okay, let's move on to Kilmarnock. I think had we done them a few weeks ago, it'd be a It'd bit be different. Fair, yeah, but they're on the up now. I think yeah, they're still only in seventh though, so it's mm, not it's, quite. Yeah, yeah, but they they can go top six this weekend. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's a big game for yeah. them. They're playing Livy. Yeah. It's a big game in the sense that it's a real kind of acid test of this team as to whether they can actually go out and beat a side who's going to come to Rugby Park as underdogs. And annoy them. <laughs> yeah, 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 annoy yeah. Them as well. yeah. It's going to be a real shithousing uh, <laughs> fest going on there, isn't it? I'm, I'm, uh, I think I tipped it. Uh, actually, that spoiler. I'm not going to do any spoilers. But I, I don't believe there'll be a lot of goals in this one. However, I'm really looking forward to, to watching it. The... I mean, the European embarrassment hangs over. Yeah. That, I think that still uh, sticks in the craw. They um, don't score a lot of goals. Signed Simeon Jackson today. 
<laughs> Not going to solve that. Then, <laughs> I, I think, like, I think he's again. I think he's a decent focal point. But yeah, but, I, but he's, yeah, he's not gonna he's not gonna be the striker they probably they yeah. need him to be. I can't see him shooting up the charts and tipping Morelos to top goal. No, goal, no. Like, Chris, like Chris Boyd did. But they play some really nice football. I think they're I think they've got similarities to what they were under Steve Clark. But Alessio was I think they certainly tweaked it uh, a bit. They came to Tynecastle last uh, last. The last weekend of the Premiership <laughs> before the Nigel. two weeks ago, two weeks ago, <laughs> and, and the last match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, words! <laughs> and I was just so impressed. I mean, as much as I was embarrassed by Hearts' performance, I was impressed with Kelly's performance. Just the way they can control games. They're, they're uh, Fabio Del Fabro. He looks a class act, and I think, I think that feeds into the recruitment uh, in terms of the players signed by Alessio. I think they've done really well. I was going to say, I think I'm, I'm, I would argue counter to that. I think that the uh, European defeat has meant that the league form has looked even more impressive, and so that I think that's why they're less. I think they yeah. were raging. I think it, but it was like a boiling point, and then there was then the expectation about what Alessi was going to do I think went so low. Yeah, like yeah. It went below when he was even appointed. And there was also and a lot, so, and, and there was a lot of outside criticism as well, which yeah, I think United yeah, fans. Irritated, yeah, irritated fans a bit. So now that they're doing well... Are you in trouble? You need a Gordon Park column coming <laughs> to you. But, <laughs> you heard them after, you heard them at Tynecastle as well. They were, they were vocally very behind Alessio. So they, yeah. so they, they must have had reservations earlier in the season, but the mm-hmm. fact that the media were so heavily critical of them, all these kind of ex-players coming out saying they weren't happy and blah, blah, blah. That now that they're doing well, I think they are very happy, even though they're still not in the mm-hmm. in the top six just yet. So I would go, I would go a three or a four. Go for f- four. Four. Go four. four. Go for four. Okay. Have I had a four yet? Uh, no. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Some high ones coming up. <laughs> Hibs. Heck at the wheel. Dodge missing chances. Just to sum up Hibs' season. Yeah, uh, a lot. I think I think a lot hinges on Saturday. Yeah, I, I, like. I, but if you don't beat Hamilton, but I, th- yeah, but I think this is. I think this is the problem. Hibs have now got themselves into is that they are now a, a game by game. Like you guys, you, Hearts, you've gone past that. But like everyone just wants to be now. Like there's not like he have he will have to do loads to get everyone back on side. Yeah. Whereas. He's got enough people back on side that it's not going to be a, it's not going to be horrible. But those people are 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 not. That it's like the, there's still yeah, a lot of hips yeah, yeah. about Hickey Bottom. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, there's not but, there's not as much changed. I think the 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 wider narrative in the media seems to it's kind of been painted. And I've been part of this as well because I think they have turned the corner. I, I do expect them. If I'll, I'll talk about it more on the Patreon because that's going to be my what to watch. But if, if Alan plays, I do expect them to beat Hamilton because I think they have looked better recently. But fans still say, well, you know, we, we scored an own goal against Celtic. We scored a goal for a corner against Aberdeen. We still we, really struggle to score from open play. We, yeah, we got we've got to the semi final of the League Cup, but that was Somehow, uh, yeah, but that was by by just sheer endurance rather. Than I, think, I, think, I think the difference between Hibs fans and Hearts fans, where I read criticism online in the management, is that Hibs fans are still an element of humour to some of it. Yeah, whereas Hearts fans, I don't think there's much of that. <laughs> we, we, we've seen that when the uh, when uh, when your picture went on the Hibs Twitter for the the piece that you wrote oh, for yeah. the, 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 they, they took from the uh, the a view from the Terrace fanzine and <laughs> fans were like, "Oh, uh, new manager." <laughs> <laughs> but no, they've not won. Hibs have not won a, a game in ninety minutes since opening day of the season. And even, and even then, that was a bit. Even that was a bit sketchy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so I think, yeah, I think it, it's, uh, it's it's damning it's, the user below hearts. It's damning. Yeah. Again, talking about somehow. Yeah, it's game by game at the moment, but it's not rage induced. I think it's like, and I think that's, I think that might be a slight worry for Hibs is that it will not go to rage. It'll just go to apathy, and I think that's more dangerous for the club. I've got Hibs. I would say seven. I had them at eight. I was. I'm just trying to balance it out in terms of where we go next. <laughs> yeah, that that, that 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 does that does play a part. I think I, I would. I'm I'm going to go eight because I still think it is bubbling on the surface. That they you mentioned they've, they've had some positive results. Give them seven and a half. They've had some yeah. positive results recently. I yeah. like how your but, vote counts for double the. <laughs> 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 I'm just trying to make it easy. Cut the final table. <laughs> Yeah, right, yeah, so, yeah, that, yeah. That, 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 I, 
I'll get on board with And that. now, in my notes, I was like, I don't even need to speak here. Hearts! Yeah. <laughs> Craig Levine and Budge, atmosphere, injuries, without a home league win in nearly 210 days. But I'm going to argue it's not a 10. Might no, not even be a 9. No, mine's a 9.5. Listen, because... Right, so... They had the protest after the... After the Mullerwell defeat. Mullerwell defeat. Mullerwell defeat. Mullerwell defeat. Mullerwell defeat. So then you had the protest then, so then you would say it was at a 9 or a 10. Uh, probably could have gone a wee bit higher in a full 10, because there was, was a fair number of supporters, but it supposed could always be more... And there hasn't really been many protests in terms of fans not. There's going to be a to protest games. before the Rangers game. Oh, is, there? Yeah. <laughs> is there? Yeah, uh, there was. There's talk about at the plaza. The, uh, the plaza. Oh, okay, can I just put this as a plug right now? No, no, we're, we're going to bring that. Up. Okay. I'm going to ask questions about that. Okay. I think that deserves more space. Okay. Um, well, that I can't. But yes, uh, just to give you a teaser, Duncan's going to uh, going to see that in uh, in the flesh. In, in the flesh, but. Um, but what I was going to say is that I think since Budge's statement, which did bring a lot of anger, I think there's been a bit more apathy since then, because it's like, what can we do? She's just not going to get rid of him. Right, okay, I, I understand that you... A resignation. Keep... Like, no, a resignation to it, not a resignation yeah, yeah. is going to be wrong. But there was a lot of resignation. I just think the the atmosphere around the... the, the like, guys, it's, I think because it's went from rage into apathy, that's even worse. Yeah. That they just, the atmosphere's like, folk are... Turning up, to, going to turn up on like Sunday and just expecting the worst, just because Levine's came out in the the media this week and said, "Oh, Rangers are going to have sixty five percent of the ball. They'll have more than uh, more than that." And it's just that defeatist attitude where it just seeps into the, the atmosphere. I mean, yeah, I mean the derby. I've never seen an atmosphere like that where the Hibs fans started ch- uh, chanting sacked in the morning and then got outsung by the Hearts fans <laughs> and, <laughs> and they yeah, made it their own yeah it was like it's a real uniting moment there that's like we should get uh, yeah. the only the only saving the only kind of thing Hearts might have is the fact that well they're above Hibs and uh, currently and they have got good players yeah that's, that's the other one they, they know that there's a, a decent squad there whether they'll ever see it Nine. How about a nine then? Nine. Okay. But they're in the lead. You're top. You're top of the table or uh, bottom. Have to be top of something. Hamilton. I think Hamilton fans. So hard to. Yeah. They're think, just such a such a hard team to get a get a guide on. I think they were. I think they were doing pretty happy up until the Rangers game. So the last game, and they weren't really happy. They were very. They were incredibly defensive. I broke. They were How many centre halves? Five centre halves and Alex Gorgon. She's probably a better midfielder, but he used to be a centre half. So yeah. just you look at that as a casual fancy. Why did it start with six centre halves? It was it was ridiculous. It was it was genuinely like a League Two team went to Ibrox right. in the cup. Which is weird because Rice has not really been yeah, like that. And like, the like, season they went to Tynecastle and played with Oakley, Ogpo and Lewis Smith all on the team and got a result. I know it's I mean, much, it much easier playing against Arsenal than Rangers, but it was it was he was what he said he would be when he took over the job. He but was a, even that it was a, it was a weird one at, uh, at Hearts. He played uh, Oakley was started wide right, right, and so was he watching Hearts through my finger? <laughs> Oakley was playing wide right, even though they'd planned to go four two, and then apparently the last minute Rice uh, decided to go. F- Kind of um, move Oakley wide, right. and then they were pretty poor in, poorish in the first half. Yes, and then he switched it, and Oakley went two up front and just kind of went. For it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, but Aki's just don't seem like a a rage filled. No, they were under canning. They were under canning a lot, but, but, yeah, but well, yeah, yeah. But like you know, the, the football life, <laughs> the, this football life that you that, mm-hmm. uh, did, like there was never there was a realism. Like if you're a, if you're an Aki's fan, you've bought into what you know what the club's about. You're rarely going to sack a manager. You, you, you're going to give people time. So, like, you you can't ever hit much beyond six or seven. I think in the terms of the rage stuff, because they did have a bit of money as a fan base as well. I mean, I, I've, I've just not seen enough pro- progress on the rice that there's been a massive yeah. change from from Cannon. I think obviously the win percentage uh, is, bit, is, yeah. is significantly better, but again, it's a small sample size. They give, I mean, they give youth plenty of plenty of chance. No team has given more um, minutes to under twenty threes, and uh, but I just want to bring up the the stadium name. Can we talk about the stadium name? The found, uh, the Fountain of Youth Stadium. Yeah. Uh, th- did you know this? Like switched in February. 
No, no, there was announced it was switching in February. Ah, but okay. It was hopefully CBD till the end of the season because that's when that uh, contract ran out. It's it's uh well when it it's, they, they did it with Foy's. Uh, in a five-year package worth £750,000, Foy's wellness clinic premises will also be built on, on ground at Hamilton Aki's. And uh, they're going to build a new um, uh, commentator's box for them. Oh, right. Yeah. But the, the one... the one be that, higher, then, so you can actually get a good view of the pitch. The one that amused me was the, the cannabis oil firm, uh, CBD, were happy to step aside for Foy's to come in. To chill out. <laughs> Uh, the right, so Aki's what number are we giving them? Three and a half. No, yeah. what higher? Really? Yeah, I, I was going to go. I was going to go, uh, was going to go six because I think the, uh, they 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 think the football is absolutely rubbish this season. Uh, okay, oh, four and a half. Four and a half. Have we got four and a half yet? Nope. <laughs> Wait, can I say that there? Are there more money than the angry than St Johnson fans right now? Maybe they are actually. Honestly, between, I, I don't we've got them between St. Johnston and Kilmarnock. I think that's probably about mm. right. I'm level, at least level with St. John. Right, time with St. Johnston. Maybe, maybe, right. He's getting the goal difference. Maybe I'm wrong, but I, I think. Uh, okay, we're going to fight. Right, Celtic. Pretty dreary. Uh, it's a tough one. I don't think they're that mm. unhappy because they're not happy they're not top of the table and they haven't played well in the league recently, but they have played very well in Europe. Since yeah, then. yeah. And I think there's still a lot of confidence, which you'll probably get from winning eight titles in a row, that they're a better team than Rangers. So, and by the end of the season, the, the current league table will, quote-unquote, correct itself. To, to be a complete arsehole about to, how to quote the, the history boys, they're not happy, but they're not unhappy about it. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. yeah they're, 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 they're not over the moon, but they can... You know, it's the same. Celtic fans, I think, are really... Uh, there's no way of putting this without them getting upset which kind of <laughs> proves the point but they're a really fickle fan base you know, like, how, no but more so than like the, they, they go Dun- like, Duncan I hate Celtic Mackay <laughs> you know uh, put it this way has any other uh, team in Scotland one of their best player, performing player had to delete their Twitter account over abuse uh, after one game uh, one, one sending off this season, um, no. Like, look at look at. Aye, but it's a different because that would that would only ever happen with them just because of the the size of the club. And I, what I, I, I accept that. Rangers are coming for kind of nowhere. Don't. I accept it to three, but it still it indicates that when things go when things go wrong at Celtic, fans overreact. The stuff after they got beat by Cluj, like you know, those people calling for Lennon's head and stuff like that. Like the the the. But that, that, I think can, that was just that was that just was a con, that was a continuation of the fact that they didn't think Lennon should have got the job. Yeah, in the first yeah. Place. like Scotland fans in McLeish. Yeah, but I don't doubt. But I think that's what I think that it's. I, I've I said this uh, early on. I said it back in August. I, I still think Celtic is a bit of a house of cards. I don't think it actually takes that much right. for for things to we'll, get. We'll need to be quick. So what's okay. what we're giving them? Uh, I put them on a five. Mm, I'm not going that high. Three and a half. Three and a half, okay. I would, I would have. Um, I was kind of thinking four and a half, five. Okay. I oh. just have. I think. Four I think, and there's, and half. I still think and there's some. So they're happier than Kilmarnock fans, but less happy than St Johnston and Hamilton fans. Okay. Yeah. No, they're um, more region. More region. More region. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It's, it's again. I have to read. It's a hard one. Doing really well in Europe, but just being a bit of inconsistency in the league and following Rangers. Right, the final team we will have to be quick with these because we're all <laughs> running out of time already. Aberdeen. Uh, I've got them as an eight. I think that's about right. Because what do I think? Region. Relatively but not quite a protest stage. Yeah, yeah. Re- relatively poor start the season. Questions about recruitment and uh, Derek McInnes's by British raging policy. Raging about the style of play. Style of play, it was mixed one. Absolutely rubbish. And so it's, and then it's, so all this leads to questions about Derek McInnes, um, which is kind of understandable, but also a typical Aberdeen thing because they're a club that uh, forget where they were before Derek McInnes came along, and that was being absolutely shy. Yeah, yeah, but I think but, I, I, I'm, no, I, 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 but I'm not buying that anymore. No, but the too thing much is, time has gone since then. I agree to extent, but you can't just say Sat McInnes and not have and not have another plan of what you want to do afterwards. And That's I think that I think that all factors into an anxiety in, amongst the fan base about stuff like the new stadium, because like, every time I drive past that and I did it just the other day, I'm just I just cannot fathom how that is going to work 
in terms of how he's going to make Aberdeen a better club. Like, it is so far away from the city centre. Yeah, another big thing is McKin. I think they've, they come and realise McKinnis has got too much power. You take yeah, him out of the club and it's uh, whoever comes in, it's like a massive job to... You just have so much responsibility. And By all counts, is, is, he's on... A fairly stunning wage packet. The director naming the training ground after, or the, like the club uh, naming Dave, Cor- the, Dave Cormack. The yeah. club naming the training ground after Dave Cormack, who is, I think, in line to be the next person yeah. to take over Aberdeen. I mean, he's minted, he's got, so he's got the cash. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's kind of understandable. And but, I think he's well, but, I mean, spend yeah, a bit more than. Yeah, but I mean, uh, imagine, like, yeah, giving your manager twenty-two new contracts, uh, <laughs> like, is is never a good sign. They just seem quite unhappy. No, it's like a Twitter meme. Nobody, absolutely <laughs> nobody. Aberdeen are delighted to announce that Derek McInnes has signed a new deal. <laughs> yeah, and we just they're so bad to watch. Right, so eight. eight. Yeah. Right, so what's the final table, Duncan? So final table is Hearts number one. Most Aber- raging fans. Yeah, Aberdeen two, Hibs three. Look at that, a, 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 new, a new firm is emerging. <laughs> uh, Saint Mirren four. Saint Mirren four. Then Celt- uh, no, Hamilton 5, Celtic... No, it's St. Johnston you've listed then. Oh, yes, oh, it was Hamilton and 5, yeah, this, this year 5th. So Celtic failed to make the top 6, got it for them, just, but they'll probably end up with more points. Uh, and then Kelly in 8th, Ross, Ross County in 9th, Rangers 10th, Motherwell 11th, and our least raging fan base... Is Livingston FC? Livingston. Not gonna shout. No. <laughs> right, we've only got about ten minutes to do this, uh, but uh, since it's coming from over a century ago, that might not be much of a problem. <laughs> right, so we're going to do it's num- number forty-nine in our list of the fifty most memorable Scotland moments, and this comes from the second of March, eighteen seventy-eight, at Hampden Park, Scotland seven, England two. It remains to this day our biggest ever win over England. I was lucky enough that I, I spoke to Sean and he was at this match. <laughs> <laughs> so the Scotland team was lined up in a 2-2-6. Yep, uh, as did England. It was very... yeah. So it was Gardner, the full-backs were McIntyre and Valance, the half-backs were Campbell and Kennedy, and the front six were Richmond, McGregor, McDougall, Higgett, McKinnon and McNeil. Hyatt. 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 Hyatt, McKinnon and McNeil. So it was only Scotland's ninth ever match, uh, and it was their seventh versus England. So they played a game, I think, one or two games against Wales. It was uh, the I mean, it was the first game at Hampden Park, but the not first, the, yeah, the, the first, first Hampden Park. Park. Yeah, I didn't Hamden, realize Hampden Terrace, I think it was called. I didn't realize there was three different things, yeah, there was three, three different uh, Hampden Parks. So ten thousand fans with uh, with another five thousand locked out outside in what was the first ever uh, enclosed ground with turnstiles. Oh. There you there go. You know. yeah. Right, so it's also, we can't see much <laughs> about the game. Uh, Scotland won quite handedly, as <laughs> so I think you should know. Uh, I think they were they were six. Was it six nil and seven one? I've, I've, no, I've got yeah. So they went one nil, two nil, three nil, four nil, five nil, six nil, six one, seven one, seven two. But they they played they they played. When it went to 6-1, they had to play the rest of the match with 10 men. Yeah, yes, because, because Tom, Tom Valens went off injured. Tom Valens, who was regardly, regarded as one of the best players in Britain in the time, at the time of the match, if not the best player in Britain, uh, he was not only an outstanding Scottish footballer of his era, he also held the Scottish long jump record for many years. He uh, was a keen rower, was an accomplished artist, <laughs> uh, having exhibitions accepted on two occasions by the Royal Scottish a- Academy. He was also a prize winner of breeding birds and dogs and owned three restaurants in Glasgow. And on top of all that, he was the first ever captain of Rangers. That's quite a... A race-off, race <laughs> yeah, much, much like Jason Cummings of the state. <laughs> you know, so so uh, this was also the first ever, if the game featured the first ever international hat-trick. Yes. So it was John McDougall, so he was scorer of Scotland's first ever hat-trick and then the first ever hat-trick, and that was only his third cap for Scotland. There was Admittedly, this was when it's Scotland's ninth ever match. There's quite a lot of firsts uh, for international football being made. There was a, there was a couple of places I looked uh, for like the, the scorers, and one of them had notes like the first goal scorers. There are conflicting reports uh, of the, the scorers of the first Scotland and England goal. So some state McDougall scored the first goal, uh, others had McKinnon. 
Mm. Uh, so, but again, if McDougall scored the first goal, that I'm looking at, he would have had four. But I think obviously the SFA have put him down as a hat trick, so I think it's very much a case that. Um, he didn't score the first goal or if he did one of the other goals was not his <laughs> for the place I was looking at so this the win meant also that Scotland were uh, five years unbeaten ah, Ad- yeah. admittedly they it was only, a good time yeah, we, won, yeah. we won most of the games against yeah, England at yeah. so no yeah, at that point they'd uh, yeah, it'd been five years since the last loss and so their overall record after this match was six wins two draws and one loss and that uh, one loss came in Scotland's second ever game I do enjoy that when you flick through just the the scores back then. It, it still amuses me that the, the first ever game between the the, the countries, <laughs> Hamilton Crescent, finished nil nil, and then there was a <clears throat> this started a run. So it went this was seven two, and then the following year it was five four England. Then the year after five four Scotland. Then six one Scotland. Then five one Scotland. Then three two Scotland. Yep. Charles Campbell, who was part of the team that day, he was total, captain. Yeah, he was captain. He would in total rack up thirteen appearances for Scotland. He played against England ten times and lost only once. Yeah, and he was inducted into the SFA Hall of Fame in two thousand five. Uh, I was just going to say, um, so I managed to get some uh, quotes from the paper. Uh, that was a weekly sports paper called Bell's Life that was published basically just in. Uh, in London, and they had so this was a bit of thing where uh, back in the day, your columnists were never given names. Like yeah, they yeah. Were, like they had they all had nicknames and stuff. So oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. So this was you'd be sending you'd simpleton, be, <laughs> scared Mark, probably no doubt. Yeah. Like, so uh, so I no just, comment uh, section yeah, back in those days. Yeah, you'd no. have to write to me to abuse me. That's uh, not happened yet. So a disgusted Englishman said. The England players we had down this time were a splendid lot of players individually, but to my idea, they played very selfishly, each one of them appearing to play for himself and not for the success of the side. And you can kind of see that in terms of uh, where the players were selected from the England side. They were all from a lot of different clubs, whereas uh, Scotland's club largely came from Queen's Park, Park, uh, Third Lanark, Vale Leaven and one one Rangers player. Um, And that's not really surprising given that uh, Queen's Park were obviously the dominant side in, in uh, Scottish football at that time and usually sometimes playing in the FA Cup and Vale and Leiden and Third Lanark uh, played the Scottish Cup final that month uh, Damn that, it. Was that, that was one that of, was one of my, my quiz that was my only quiz question yeah, okay. thanks thanks sorry, for winning that sorry um, <laughs> but then having said that the uh, the paper itself it's, it's match reporter said um the cause was not so much the want of English pluck and endurance as the superiority shown by the Scotch in playing together, power and the result of incessant practice. The strangers fought bravely and well, but the handy Scots fought better and the game was won. I do like match reports from, from back in the day. I want to say back in the day, hundreds of years ago. <laughs> do you have um, anything, Joe? No, you? just uh, just that it amused me that four England players, that was their only cap it was enough for them. <laughs> uh, enough for the England committee to see. And then another player had, it was his, it was his final cap. Um, but it was just with um, McDougall, that he was, uh, he was quite successful. They won, uh, they won three Scottish Cups with Fale leaving. But he just, it was, uh, it was only one of five caps. Yeah. It also said, like, a thing I read as well, it's thought that he played his entire career at Fale leaving. Yeah, don't yeah even know. Know, yeah. <laughs> Might have moved somewhere else. I don't know. Uh, Henry McNeil, uh, at the time he was the most decorated player on the team. He would go on to achieve 10 caps, which was briefly a world record. But his name was misspelled for 125 <laughs> years. He was known, it appeared as Harry McNeil. And McNeil spelled M, like Billy McNeil, basically. Yeah. Billy McNeil got two L's. He's got two L's. Okay, so it's one L. But like Brian O'Neill. Yes, like Brian O'Neill. Uh, but the Neil and his name is actually spelled M, so it's M small C N I E L. And it's the first name, obviously, it wasn't Harry. So, yeah, he died in 1924, and it wasn't, the spelling was corrected for decades and decades later when it was, uh, when his birth certificate was checked. It's <laughs> <laughs> a simple thing to do. Yeah. Just uh, just on the on the point of uh, Hamden Park, do you know what was named after an Englishman? Oh, really? Yeah, John Hamden. Who fought uh, for the Roundheads in English Civil War? I don't know my history, so that means nothing to no, me. No, me neither. Uh, do you want Look, Duncan Roundhead? Uh, some Roundheads and the Cavaliers, isn't it? But I've got no. I've got like Cleveland Cavaliers. 
Yeah, like okay. yeah. <laughs> play with LeBron. Yeah, cool. Yeah, uh, and yeah. So that that the first Hamden Park, I'm sure we might be talking about in another game uh, probably. probably in the future. But that was that was only Queens Park's home for ten years before they moved across to Catherine Car Park, so they could build the Cathcart Branch Railway. And uh, there's a little nod to. Uh, the, uh, the games but you can still see it but the ground ground now occupies what is railway lines and the Hamden Bowling Club um, is it Hamden is, Bowling Club that's got the, the mural on the back yes and that is to, that's to commemorate probably another game we'll talk about ah, it's yes, quite it, famous it. so we'll, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll probably talk about that another time um, are you sure uh, oh no we do we yes. do have one more so okay I've, I've actually got a big notes on somebody else but I'll leave it till then since we're going to get to that match yeah. would, would you like some um just some information from that year. Yes. So just to kind of gladly, demonstrate gladly. demonstrate how far uh, how long ago it was. Alexander Graham Bell demonstrated the telephone to Queen Victoria. Oh wow! Okay. The first weekly weather report published in the UK. And he said to the Queen, he's like, "What you can do with this is find out how much your lads got pumped to the weekend." <laughs> hey, <laughs> God, God. <laughs> <clears throat> the first weekly weather report was published in the UK by Judith Ralston. Uh, and the weather on the ga- <laughs> at the game was fine with slight showers with a stiff wind. Stiff wind. <laughs> right, I think that'll do us. <laughs> thank you, thank you very much for listening. If you'd like to hear more, head along to patreon.com forward slash terrace podcast. Where as little as two dollars a month, you can unlock loads and loads of content, or five dollars a month if you want to unlock it all. Joe, say goodbye. Goodbye, Duncan. Goodbye. I'm Craig Fowler. Enjoy your football. Over 640 died when the when a crowded pleasure boat collided with a castle in the River Thames. Not so, not so pleasurable. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.